My name is Erin Weideman, and you are listening to Heroes for Her. This series features candid conversations with real women who strive to balance their professional acumen with their personal values. Join me as I interview positive female role models who are working hard, loving others, and inspiring the next generation of girls to serve their unique purpose. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Heroes for Her. My guest today is Bob Lapine. Bob is Senior Vice President of Family Life, as well as co-host of Family Life Today, their nationally syndicated radio program. He is a veteran of Christian radio, working for local radio stations in Tulsa, Phoenix, Sacramento, and San Antonio before joining Family Life in 1992. He is the author of The Christian Husband and the on-air voice for Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Bob also serves on the board of directors for National Religious Broadcasters. He and his wife, Marianne, live in Little Rock, Arkansas, and they have five children and a growing number of grandkids. It is my pleasure to welcome him onto the show today. Bob, thanks so much for being here with us. Hey, Aaron, great to be with you. Thanks. So your work has taken you all over the country. Do you do as much traveling now as you did back in those earlier years? Well, actually, I, I do more because we don't have kids at home today, so that uh, that frees up your schedule a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I've had the opportunity to to speak around the country and to connect with people around the country, actually in, in other countries as well, uh, through all that we're doing here at Family Life. It's been a great privilege. Well, it's very awesome, and I'm, I'm excited to dive into some of that stuff today. I want to ask you, as as a parent and now a grandparent, what has it meant to you not only to work at Family Life, but to be a part of teams and initiatives that are helping to strengthen families, not just in the United States, but worldwide? Well, first of all, it's been very personally enriching, obviously, to be in this environment, to be talking to the people that we talk to on Family Life today and and to uh, uh, to, to grow personally in my understanding of God's design for marriage and family. That's been a privilege over the last uh, 25 years that I've been uh, here at Family Life, but to, to be a part of what God is doing to help strengthen and equip moms and dads, husbands and wives to to focus their marriages and their families on the gospel and on God's design. Uh, when I came to Family Life back in 1992, I didn't fully understand or appreciate how central marriage and family is to all that God is doing in the world. And I have come to understand and appreciate over the last quarter of a century just how at the at the center of God's design for mankind is the institution of marriage and the cultivation of strong families. And we've got to be about that. That's foundational and fundamental to uh, to all that God is doing through humanity. What have you, in your own experience as somebody who's been married for a number of years and have, has raised multiple children, how have you seen God at work inside your own marriage and relationships with your kids? Uh, you know, when you're thinking through the lens of some of the things that you've been a part of at family life, how has God personally seen you through maybe hard times and struggles or just grown you guys together as a family over the years? <laughs> well, every time I'm going out to speak to, uh, uh, an audience at a marriage conference, and I'm going to be talking about resolving conflict as one of the things I'm talking about. Uh, I've had to, to to look and say, okay, how are we doing in this area? Uh, are the things that I'm talking about things that are actually true in my own marriage? Are, are we living this out? And 
and the interaction we've had with guests on radio, um, those have helped equip me and grow me in my understanding of my responsibilities as a parent. So it it's really been, I mean, if I were to think of specific ways, I, I think, um, I, I think coming into parenting, both Marianne and I were so committed to wanting to raise healthy, strong kids. We wanted our kids to, to thrive as we raised them. Uh, but I don't think we understood how how the gospel needed to be at the center of that. We probably were more focused on behavior modification than we were on uh, a really gospel-centered approach to uh, to raising kids. Um, and, and I think a lot of that's driven by fear of how you can see things go wrong in our culture today. Uh, we we understand today more fully what it means to uh, uh, to raise kids who who thrive, not kids who are are necessarily perfect in their behavior because none of us is, but kids who understand when I mess up, here's how I confess and repent. When I, when I do things wrong, here's how I can uh, continue to walk with God and how I can get right with God in the midst of that. Those are, those are some of the things that we didn't understand at the beginning and we understand better today because of, of what I've been able to do with family life. Well, it's such a blessing, and and my ne- that leads me sort of to my next question. So, as you've you know realized these things in your own parenting journey and the work that you know the work in family life is happening, what have have been sort of some of your I don't know favorite projects or teams to be a part of in family life over the years that are helping make these ideas and this gospel centered parenting super accessible to parents? Do do some stick out as as what you've worked on just in the number of years you've been there? Well, at the core of what I've been doing here at Family Life for 25 years has been our daily radio program, Family Life Today. And that has expanded over the years to be heard not only on more radio stations, but as technology has changed. Now people are listening on their app or they're streaming from the web or they're uh, saying to their Alexa device, Alexa, play Family Life Today from TuneIn Radio and, and listening to it whenever it it works for them. So we, we've been able to reach more people and, and reach them more regularly. That's been a, uh, that, that's been a thrill to be a part of that. In addition to that, though, I've had the opportunity to work on a number of video series. We, we did a video series seven years ago called uh, The Art of Marriage that's been well-received by uh, people. More than a million people have viewed that series through the years. I worked on a series for men called Stepping Up that was based on Dennis Rainey's book by the same name. And then most recently, I've been working on uh, a new series called Family Life's Art of Parenting that's about to release and and a movie that is connected to that new video series that we're very excited about. Well, and I love that that the full the first full length feature movie that Family Life is launching, and it's called Like Arrows. For those that haven't heard of it, we're going to be talking about it for the next several minutes. It started off as a parenting resource, but my question is more about the process. For what was it like to take it from the resource that was initially created all of the way to the big screen? What did that even look like? Well, that was something where uh, God just gave us clear direction in the midst of that. When we sat down and, and storyboarded what we wanted to do, we, we had planned to do a video series for parents to help them understand what gospel-centered parenting looks like. Uh, and we wanted, as a part of that series, to tell a continuing story about a couple who went through different stages and phases of parenting, the challenges they faced in the middle of that, and how they began to understand what the Bible says about how to make things work. 
And so I called our friends, Alex and Stephen Kendrick, and I said, we're thinking about telling a story. You guys are master storytellers when it comes to video. Uh, could you help us with this project? They put us in touch with Kevin Peoples, who's a director they've worked with before. And the four of us got together down in Georgia. This was almost two years ago now. And and we mapped out the storyline of the story that we wanted to tell. But our, our initial thought was, this is a story we will tell for in 10-minute segments throughout the video series that we're creating. And as we as we started storyboarding, the thought came to us, what would happen if we told this in one sitting as a movie rather than doing it in six chapters over six weeks? And I remember Stephen Kendrick saying, guys, look, there are a lot of people who are out trying to make faith-based movies, and uh, most of them do not do well at the box office. It's a big commitment. I mean, you you guys just need to know that that uh, if the Lord's in it, that'll be clear, but make the project that you need to make for your video series. And so that's what we started off to do. We started off telling this continuing story that would be a part of the Art of Parenting video series. And when we got all done and we sewed it together and, and watched it as a continuous story, we really felt like there was more power. There was more, um, it, it was more impactful to watch it that way than to watch it in 10 minute segments over a six week period. So, we didn't set out to make a movie, but at the end of the day, that's what God delivered for us. And the opportunity to have it in theaters as a Fathom event for two nights on May 1st and May 3rd, uh, that door opened up for us. So all along the way, we just said, God, would you bless this project? And this is really one of those cases of exceedingly abundantly beyond what we ask or thought. It's so cool when God shows up like that. And I want to reference the movie's title for a second. So it's called Like Arrows. And the title is drawn from a passage in scripture. It comes from Psalm 127 verses three and five. Will you talk about that passage and the idea, the idea behind why the movie is titled that way, but, but ultimately that having children isn't just a blessing. It's our responsibility. Will you talk about just the, the inspiration behind using that passage as sort of your guiding principle? Yeah, Psalm 127, and, and folks can go read the first four or five verses and just see this is where the psalmist is talking about the blessing of family. And verse three is the one that says, uh, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. And it goes on to say, you're, you're blessed if your quiver is full of arrows. And it's a metaphor that the Bible uses to say, God gives us these children um, not not to stay in the quiver, but to be launched in spiritual battle. Our, our kids are given to us by God to be to be readied, to be aimed, and to be fired. And the parenting journey is a, a journey of raising up sons and daughters who are ready to be launched, and not just launched into successful adulthood, whatever that is, but to be launched into spiritual mission. And I think that's where a lot of us as parents get our priorities mixed up because we think, well, I want to launch my kids. I want them to have a successful career. I want them to get into a good college. I want them to meet somebody and fall in love and start a marriage and a family. I want them to have a good life. And there's nothing wrong with all of those things, but those are not the primary priorities. What God wants for our children is that they would know him and that they would live life on mission for him in the midst of whatever else they're doing. And and so 
the movie and the video series are really designed to help drive that point home to moms and dads that at the core of our assignment as parenting, it's not just raising functional adults, it's raising uh, arrows who get launched and are aimed at the target and understand where they're supposed to be flying and hit the bullseye. I love the just the visual picture of that. And it's all about not necessarily parenting toward happiness and their own success, but how, helping them understand how to be relevant for God's kingdom. It's so powerful. I um, One of the things that stuck out about this movie, I mean, just right out the gate, you have this young couple, Charlie and Alice, and they're dating and they find out they're pregnant. I mean, they did not go through what most would call the traditional, you know, you know, dating season and then marriage and then kids come after. And that was something I really appreciated seeing right off the bat as the movie gets started because they, they you know, they start off sort of in, the, in an unconventional way and then it kind of fast forwards to them struggling as, as work and the realities of their everyday life start to consume their time and they have this moment where they realize that faith needs to play an integral role in how they approach parenting. Um, why did you feel that? I mean, obviously that story related powerfully to me and I know it's going to relate and, and help families and inspire them because some of these challenges people are facing at home. What would you say to the parent who has sort of experienced something similar, not having gone through things in what, in what culture would call or faith would call the conventional way? How can God redeem that no matter if you started correctly or incorrectly or you got, you know, you were behind in, in whatever way? What would you tell a parent who kind of feels like, like they're at a disadvantage because of the start of their parenting journey? Well, people who have seen the movie have, have said to us, the two takeaways that they have most often gotten from this movie is number one, uh, we've got to be purposeful and intentional in our parenting. It can't be something that we just kind of go with the flow and see what happens. You, you remember uh, the dad in this movie, Charlie, his whole approach from the beginning is kind of a, hey, this everybody, th- th- this is easy. People have been doing this for thousands of years. Parenting's no big deal. We can just roll with it. And and by the time it's over, he recognizes if that's your philosophy, you're not going to end up where you want to end up. Your kids are going to spiral out in the wrong direction. So intentionality is is one of the big themes. But another big theme here is it's never too late to start doing, start living, start embracing God's design for marriage and family. Wherever you are in your journey, you can look back and say, boy, I wish we'd done these things differently but God is a God of redemption. God is a God who takes our mistakes and our failures, and he brings beauty from ashes. And we clearly wanted to say, when you find yourself in a spot where you go, I, I wish we'd done it differently, we can all have regrets. But rather than having regrets, let's turn that into a vision for the future and do as the Apostle Paul did. I mean, think about his life. He had a lot of regrets about what had gone on in his life. He had been a part of helping to murder Christians. And yet he came to a point where he said, forgetting what lies behind, I press on. And I think that's a message for parents today. Instead of being dominated by past failures, we need to say, okay, uh, I'm going to trust that God can turn even my mistakes into blessings for the future. And I'm going to press on and start living life by God's design rather than just kind of going along with the flow. That's such a good word. Can you, for the people that are listening and, and the movie release in May, can you tell everybody, just give us all the details for, for how people can find it, when it's releasing, and, and where it's going to be available for them to find out? 
Yeah, the tricky thing about this movie is it's two nights only. So it's you have to go either Tuesday night, May 1st, or Thursday night, May 3rd. Those are the only two nights it's in theaters. We're going to be in about 800 theaters around the country. And people can go to likearrowsmovie.com to see the trailer, to find out more about locations of theaters. A lot of people are starting to buy their tickets online. I know for us, because our, our theater is a reserved seat theater, and we didn't want to be in the front row. We bought our tickets a few weeks ago so that we'd have good seats for the movie, and and uh, that's a good strategy. You can get some other couples together, get a group together, and plan to go and, and sit together and watch the film. But uh, likearrowsmovie.com is the place to go for more information, not only about the movie, but about the new Art of Parenting video series that's coming out. Bob, why in the world wouldn't you want to sit in the first row to watch a full-length feature film? (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that they've got a recliner, the first row is a little better. I'm not craning my neck quite as much. But uh, I wanted that middle seat that's kind of two-thirds of the way back where I can see the the screen big in front of me. So that's where I picked my seats. Yeah, when I was in high school, we always used to – we'll go, oh, yeah, we'll sit in the first two rows. It was just the biggest mistake of your life. But, yeah, (laughs) even as you said, like middle two-thirds, I was like picturing I closed my eyes and I thought, oh, man, we'd be sitting right next to each other. (laughs) <laughs> I um for for people that are listening to everybody um all of the links for to to get straight over family life and to buy tickets for this movie again May 1st May 3rd um are going to be up on our website um and and shared via social media so be looking for those in the show notes as well. Bob, where is the best place not only for people to connect and buy tickets for the movie but just to find out more about family life, the radio show and all of the other resources that exist for the work that you do? Is there a good place online for them to go directly? There is. It's real simple. It's familylife.com, and that uh, that opens up all that we've got here, our radio program, our resources, articles, events that we host. And if you want specific parenting help, just go to familylife.com slash parenting, and that'll take you right into the parenting side of all we're doing. Bob, it has been an honor and a blessing to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. Aaron, grateful for the work that you're doing with Bible Bells and and, uh, may God multiply the impact of your ministry. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed our conversation, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have any questions, thoughts about the episode or ideas about how we can come together and support our girls, we would absolutely love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at BibleBells.com. Just let me